cross, and Dempsey is denied again, and Donovan has scored! Oh, can you believe this? Go, go, USA! Catabel, la vaca, Ama Rodríguez tirando, golazo, taque, 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 gol, gol, vino, 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 gol de Mundial, taque, taque, gol, gol, taque, taque, gol, 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 taque, taque, gol. Oh, Zinedine, oh, Zinedine, pas ça, pas du tout, pas ça, Zinedine. Pas ça, Zinedine. Oh non. Oh non, pas ça. Bienvenidos, Bilbos y Bilbas. I am Scott Bedgood here with Brian Flasher. It's Bend It Like Beckett. Brian, why did I open with Bienvenidos? Because something happened. We, we Apparently about we're this. huge in Ecuador. Oh yes, we're huge in Ecuador. We lots have a of, lot of Ecuadorian fans. Lots of Ecuadorian fans <clears throat> for some reason. No idea why, but uh, we'll take them. Hey, to, we're, to, we're, we're big in Croatia in the World Cup. Yeah. Now maybe this version of Bend It Like Beckett will be big in Ecuador. Yeah, we'll just, we're only reporting on Antonio <laughs> and Inter Valencia from now on. <laughs> So, uh, yes, we're going to record just a quick episode today because Brian is heading out to the National. I am. Tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning. Thursday morning. Thursday morning. I will be on a plane bright and early uh, with some of our friends from Panini who will yes. also be on uh, our flight along with Fat Pack Eric Norton from the Fat Packs podcast here at Beckett. Flying to Cleveland for the weekend for the National Sports Collectors Convention. Um, huge show. Biggest sports card and collectible show in the country, probably the world. Yeah. Um, so it's always a good time. It's a lot of work, but it's uh, good to see friends who you only see once a year, dealers, collectors. So we'll have a pretty big presence there. How many have you been to? I was trying to figure this out yesterday. I, this is either my ninth or my tenth. So I can't remember if 2004 or 2005 was my first national. Okay. So 2000 and I've skipped some. So I've been at Beckett for 15 years, and it's at least my ninth, possibly my tenth, between 2003 and now 2018. Do you have a favorite city? Because it, it kind of rotates between Chicago, Cleveland, Atlantic yes, City. Yes, and uh, all of those. Interestingly enough, I've only been to nationals in Cleveland and Chicago. Oh, okay. So I've never been to, there have been several in Baltimore since I've been here, several in Atlantic City, and I think even one early on in my career at Beckett that was in Anaheim. Mm -hmm. So I like Chicago. Um, It's (laughs) Selfishly, it's a a bit shorter flight, and our hotel's a little bit closer to the convention center so we can walk, uh, as opposed to coordinating cars and travel but both both locations are really good the crowds are really good at both locations that's why obviously they keep going back and forth to those it's a strong collector base there chicago some you know obviously kind of middle of the country so dealers from the west coast dealers from the east coast can all come um next year it'll be back in chicago and then in 2020 we'll go back to atlantic city yeah i thought that was interesting when i went last year it was called Chicago, but it was a solid 45-minute train ride from Chicago. Oh, yeah, Chicago. yeah, yeah. It's really in Rosemont, I believe, is the yes. Ro- yes. which is, of course, like the Dallas Cowboys who play in Arlington. <laughs> yes, is, yes. Uh, so this is not downtown Chicago. This is 10 minutes from O'Hare. Or actually a more accurate, because it's a soccer podcast, FC Dallas playing in Frisco. Correct. Which I've, I've seen someone point out, Frisco is almost as far from Dallas as Manchester is from Liverpool. Okay. 
but that's that's considered a rivalry. They have you know two different cultures, two different accents. Yeah. Like yeah. it's so different. Whereas Frisco is just sort of a large, a long extension of Dallas. Yeah. So much so they can call the team FC Dallas, <laughs> and they're playing twenty five miles up the tollway. Yes. So uh, I, I, when someone pointed that out, I thought it was pretty funny. I mean, I think Manchester Liverpool is about thirty something miles, but mm-hmm. Dallas Frisco is like twenty something. So it's really not that different, <laughs> uh, which is pretty funny. So let let's do a hobby talk quickly as we're talking about the national. Um, we're going to get into the debate of the episode. Very, this is very summer. Uh, not much going yeah, on. Very, very yes. much just like a, a weird hypothetical. We were going to talk about as Messi and Ronaldo are both in their 30s. Yeah. Ronaldo makes a big move to Juventus, a little bit slower of a league than La Liga. You start thinking about retirement, and the debate we'll have is who will play longer, who will play more into their old age, Messi or Ronaldo. So we'll get into that. Yeah. But let's go into our hobby talk, which is Messi Ronaldo centric. Sure, it is. But for, we'll, we'll quick touch on we we we've talked about the product several times on on previous podcasts. But Panini Eminence uh, is the nine thousand dollar a box pack soccer product that does go live on Friday at the National August third. So if you don't have nine thousand dollars to spend on the product. Start checking out the secondary market to see some really cool cards and see what the cards are selling for um, starting this weekend. So I'm sure there'll be plenty on the floor at the show in Cleveland. So I'll try and take some pictures. Maybe we can tweet some out when we uh, when we get back. Yeah, um, make sure to follow Beckett on Twitter, and uh, we'll try to, to, to. Brian will be our reporter on the scene, the to, soccer reporter to on get, the scene. Get a little bit of. Uh, you know, live updates or, or yes. semi-live updates, because yes. that, that will be really interesting. Yeah, to see what, what's out there. So, like Scott said, we're going to talk a little bit about Ronaldo and Messi, so I thought I'd compare the two in our database. And they're pretty similar. Um, they're similar in age. We, we were discussing before Ronaldo is a, a couple of years older, correct? Yeah, about two and, two and, and a half, half years. years older. So, in terms of cards, as of this morning... Ronaldo has 1,773 cards in our database, whereas Messi has 1,743 cards in our database. So, so once again, they're almost dead tied. Almost dead <laughs> equal. Um, in terms of certified autograph cards, there's a little bit of a difference here. Uh, Ronaldo has 433, and Messi has 307. So edge goes to Ronaldo there in terms of mm-hmm. companies are making more um, autograph cards of him. In terms of memorabilia, so this is jerseys, um, shoes, cleats, balls, any sort of game-used memorabilia card. Again, Ronaldo's at 344 and Messi's at 206. So based on the first three categories that I looked at, Ronaldo has the edge in terms of at least what's been produced. Um, total value, Ronaldo's out ahead again, $68,253.05 for Mr. Ronaldo compared to $40,046.50 for Messi. Wow. So it's a what, big what's, difference. What makes that separation? Well, the big separation is probably comes in that difference in the autographs. Yeah. The autograph cards are obviously the most expensive Um now, of course, we don't price a lot of the low serial numbered cards, so that doesn't that sixty eight thousand and forty thousand does not include that because we don't price those cards right. because they're too rare to price. Um, but the big gap 
in the autographs between the two is probably the main reason why there's a huge gap in the value. You said it was about 100 more autographs? Yeah, 433 to 307, so 100 and, what is that, 26? Yeah, so, so yeah, that makes sense, it, yeah. you know, especially because that's really not a ton of autographs for either one, right, no, compared uh, to, you no. know, a big baseball player or something. Correct, absolutely. So that means they're probably worth a lot. Each one of them is worth a good amount. Correct. So, yeah, 100 would really make a difference. Average value? For these two players, again, Ronaldo's out on top. Again, probably because that autograph value and more memorabilia drives up that average price. But $38.50 for average Ronaldo card compared to $22.98 for Lionel Messi. So, you know, to, to again compare this to maybe other sports, that's not that high for a, an average price? Right? Um, it can. It, it, it is Generally, because they have so few cards, a guy like Mike Trout may have, I'm just going off the top of my head now, 8,000 cards, mm-hmm. 10,000 cards. So obviously, the more cards you have, the more basic and base insert cards right. and dollar cards and 250 and $3, $4. Um, a lot of the soccer cards, as of right now, the soccer hobby in the United States um, is relatively, especially with high-end autographs and memorabilia and high-end cards, is is relatively young compared mm-hmm. to baseball which has been doing game use and autographs since the, the late 90s mm-hmm. um, so as more as soccer grows in the United States and companies start producing more of these cards um, we'll probably see it kind of get a little closer to, to maybe not as big as baseball but something like basketball hockey football in terms of total number of cards produced and average value okay so the last thing I did was I just this was very unscientific but it turned out to be a pretty good comparison. I just went to eBay and I searched Cristiano Ronaldo in the um, sold soccer card category and sorted by the highest. So the most, the highest recent sale of a Ronaldo card was from the 2018 Panini Prism World Cup set that they just put out right before the, the World Cup. This was the base card. It was a black parallel, which is a one of one, sold on May 28th for $5,200. Reportedly wow. sold five thousand two hundred dollars. That's pretty high. I mean, that, that is. That's not even a memorabilia card. That's no, not it's just a, a regular wow. old base card, but it's black border foil and it's serial numbered one of one. Interestingly enough, I did the same thing for Lionel Messi, and the highest uh, recent sale on one of his cards was also twenty eighteen Panini Prism World Cup, the black parallel from the base card. Mm-hmm. So it's the exact same card. One's Messi. One's Ronaldo. Mm-hmm. The Messi now was graded a BGS 9.5 and sold on June 20th. Somebody pulled the trigger at buy it now at $10,500. Whoa. So the 9.5 adds some value to it, um, obviously, compared to the, the Ronaldo card that was ungraded. Um, and that's, that's assuming they're equal with the 9.5, you may get twice the price of kind of a raw, one and a half times to two times, depending on the card. So um, it's not completely unheard of that it would sell for twice as much because it was in the BGS 9.5 holder. So um, if we're just looking at the database, it looks like Hmm. Ronaldo kind of has an edge um, in terms of cards produced, autographs, memorabilia, average value, um, but a little messy 
I think the lesson here is get your cards graded. And there you go. Get in line and get graded. Get your cards graded, people. <laughs> that is the lesson. So that brings us to our um, somewhat hacky uh, argument question of the day. I-, I was just thinking about this because, like, like I said, Ronaldo's moved to Juventus. It feels a little like LeBron to L.A. Uh-huh. Because it's kind of like a move to slow down a little bit. Like, I think LeBron moved to L.A. because he's planning for his post-career future in movies and being a sort of mogul type yeah. thing. Uh, I don't think that's why Ronaldo moved to Juventus, but I think that part of the move is to move to a league that's a little slower. Juventus wins Serie A all the time. Yeah. They don't need him to win Serie A, whereas Ronaldo and Real Madrid last year and sort of every other year they finish second or third uh, they may still win the Champions League, but the, the La Liga is very hard mm-hmm. with that top tier. Yeah. Um, there's still a lot of easier teams. It, it, the Premier League is by far the hardest. Um, so it, it seems a bit like a, a slow move to retirement uh, for Ronaldo, who is 33, Messi is 31. And so I wanted to talk about who do, who do you think, and, and then I'll give my opinion, who do you think plays longer into their career? So... Uh, most soccer players retire around 35. That's yeah. kind of the oldest. You'll yeah. see some guys that are 38, 39. They're Pure mostly running around there. Yeah, they're <laughs> mostly defenders. Goalkeepers can mm-hmm. play later, but forwards don't tend to last very long, and midfielders really don't tend yeah. to last very long. So, um, you know, just the question: Who plays longer? I think, I think Ronaldo plays longer. He he still even though he now I know we're not talking you know one to one because Ronaldo is two years older. Mm-hmm. I think Ronaldo seems to have more in his tank than Messi does. I think Messi has so much pressure um with the national team um to perform and to uh, bring home trophies and, and getting to the final is not good enough mm-hmm. and it seems like it seems like he's just getting beaten down. Yeah, mentally. Um, mentally, yeah. Um, not to mention physically, just you know, kind of getting kicked and the pressure, mental and physical pressure of having to lead that team and be the man every time out there. Um, Ronaldo seems a little more um, carefree. Carefree, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, he he's doesn't have the same. Pressure, it seems like, with Portugal. That, See, that, he's sort of accomplished what he needed to accomplish by get, winning that trophy. Winning yes, that. yeah. So, um, after this Juventus contract, does, Messi, or does Ronaldo come to MLS? Does he go to China, or does he ride off into the sunset? Um, you've got to think. I don't know. What do you think? You know, I, I, I go back and forth. I was going to say I think Messi plays longer because... I can see him transitioning into a, like you mentioned, Andrea Pirlo role that, uh, what do they call it, the Trequarista or Uh something like that, that deep-lying, passing midfielder that you can be very, uh, uh, Pirlo always seemed very luxurious, you know, he's just (laughs) making these beautiful passes and he's not really running anywhere, and Messi's game lends itself to doing that, and Pirlo was able to play for a long time. Um, 
doing that, he, you know, moving into the MLS, but he was, you know, a very, very effective player at Juventus at an older age doing that. I can see Messi transitioning to that, not having to be the winger attacking midfielder player. But I think you're right. I think the mental aspect will wear Messi down. So, you know, he's he's been at Barcelona his entire career. Yeah. So there's going to be part of him that says, I don't want to play anywhere else. I want to end my career here. Uh-huh. And there's going to be, but there's going to be that pressure because look at Xavi. Uh, and, or really, actually, Iniesta is what I mean. Who's still a very good player, but he has to sort of transition to Japan, a semi-retirement yeah. there. He's the same age as, as Ronaldo, but he can't keep up with the Barcelona style. They need the best players in the world at every position, <laughs> yeah. you know? And so they can't afford to have a little bit older guy. Yeah. So Messi, if he wants to play somewhere else, I think could last a long time. He mm-hmm. could move to Serie A. He could move to the MLS. He could go to China. But I don't think Messi is, I don't want to say like a fame whore, but like I don't think he loves that aspect of it, the fame aspect of it, yeah, near as much as that. Ronaldo. Yeah, I don't get that. I think that Ronaldo impression. would love to, after Serie A, go to China and be the biggest star in the biggest country in the world for two years. Yeah. Make a billion dollars. Yeah. They'll sign him. They'll pay him. Uh, two million dollars a week if he asks for it, yeah. And he'll be a superstar, and he'll be in every ad in China. He'll make a billion dollars. He could literally make one billion dollars, <laughs> and I think he would like doing that. And he could play just sort of a Zlatan type striker role, yeah. If he needed to, he doesn't need to make runs. Just kind of hang out up there and 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 get on the end of headers. And I think he could do that for a long time. I think after China, he could come to. Uh, LAFC or the LA Galaxy or for Miami. a year or they Miami. Their stuff yeah, and just be the superstar here for a year beyond the late night talk show. I mm-hmm. think he would love that. I don't think Messi would love that. Yeah. So I actually went into this argument saying I think Messi will last longer because of positioning, but I think actually it just comes down to men- mentality after a while. Yeah. Ignoring, you know, someone gets a, a devastating sort of injury or their body just breaks down. I think it is Ronaldo because I think he would love to be go on a world tour for the last three years of his career. And I think Messi would rather... Like a world farewell tour. Messi would rather just disappear yeah. and like not go back to Argentina because people will never forgive him. And then, uh, you know, Ronaldo, like you said, the, the pressure's off of him. He's won an international trophy. Mm-hmm. Messi hasn't. So... Yeah, I actually went into this uh, believing it would be Messi, and now I've talked to myself into it's definitely Ronaldo because he likes people talking about him much more. I think if 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 Messi retires from the national team, he still has some gas in his engine to keep playing. He seems a lot more um, carefree and comfortable with Barcelona. Now, you could get into the situation like, like you were talking about with Iniesta where he just gets to a point where he's 34, 35, 36, and he just can't keep up with 18, 19, 20-year-olds anymore. Mm-hmm. Where and, he's still good. But, but he's still great, but he can't keep up at that level anymore. Um, and, and some of it may be his own personal um, feelings about how he plays. Like, I, if I can't be the best, I don't want to go out there and – in air quote, you know, embarrass myself mm-hmm. when when mm-hmm. embarrass for Messi is not playing 
mm-hmm. like Messi knows he's capable of playing. So at that point, maybe he does hang him up. I like what you said about um, Ronaldo wanting to go on the world tour. Mm-hmm. He seems to be more into the Hollywood lifestyle, the Miami Beach lifestyle, the Times Square life, like up lifestyle, whereas eh, Messi would probably um, do all right just kind of riding off into the sunset and just retiring and thank you for 20 great years, but I'm done. Yeah, you know, I was thinking it's almost like Dirk versus Kobe where, like, so Dirk will now, uh, when he plays this season for the Mavs, will break Kobe's NBA record for longest uh, career with one team. Uh, 21 years or whatever it is and Kobe was 20 and they had tied or something and if you remember the famous Kobe's last game where they just passed it to him the entire game and he got 60 points on like a thousand shots (laughs) that's Cristiano like whatever his last game is with a team or, or whatever it is if it's a game that doesn't matter he'll try to get like six goals he'll every you know every teammate will pass it to him yeah whereas I think Messi will be the opposite and, and they always say, Dirk, when he retires, he's just going to, like, his very last game, be like, by the way, guys, that was my last game. <laughs> you know, and I, I think that might be messy. Like, I don't think he's going to say, this is my last season with Barcelona and go yeah. on this tour. Whereas Ronaldo will be like, I'm retiring in three years, yeah. and I'm going to play one season in China, <laughs> one season in the Indian Super League, and one yeah. season in the MLS. And everywhere I go, I'm going to make this much money and be, you know, he's it, like it's going to be a farewell tour that will last for a long time yeah and then he'll transition into tv pundit uh actor uh business mogul yes yes i i I, who was it was it tim duncan one of these guys who who recently retired i think in the nba who who didn't want the big fair i think it was duncan yeah so he just kind of announced (laughs) it at the end of the season like you're saying with Derek, like oh by the way he just like sent a letter or something yeah like like, uh i have retired retired. (laughs) thank you for my time yeah, I'll so see you guys later. I, I always love the the difference in in the way athletes treat retirement because mm-hmm. it's so so interesting, and, and I think it's even more interesting in soccer because Messi moved from Argentina when he was a child to Barcelona. Mm-hmm. He's literally lived and breathed Barcelona. He is more uh, Cat- Catalonian than he is Argentinian in yeah. a lot of ways, and so. It's part of his identity. That club is part of who he is. Yeah. And there's going to be, it's going to be really interesting. And I'd love to sort of be a fly on the wall of when he does retire, what does he do? Like, how do you transition out of that? Does he, surely he just stays in Barcelona, probably works for the team. Yeah. But then you, you know, you look at guys like Maradona who have spiraled in a million different ways. And uh, he's like, uh, what is he? He's the head coach now of a team in Belarus. And, All right. Like, and, and ser- <laughs> like he showed up and like the the longtime dictator of Belarus welcomed him. Yeah. He's you know buddy buddy with this you know weird dictator thing in a country no one would ever want to go to yeah. because he just can't give it up and he needs the money and he's kind of messed up in the head almost. Yeah. And so it would be really interesting post retirement for either one, but. Yeah, I just wanted to talk about that because this will happen sometime in the next few years, we think. Mm-hmm. I don't think either one of these guys are playing until they're 40. That's very difficult. How old's Ronaldo? 33. Do we see him in 22? I don't think so because he has a trophy. 
Okay. I think Messi will... See, that's the thing. Messi, I think, needs to internationally retire because his Barcelona career will last longer in yeah. that case. Um, if he doesn't because of the, the pressure, I think it'll wear him down mentally and physically, and he will not last as long. Yeah. I think if he tries to play in the next Copa America uh, and the next World Cup, I think he's done. Like I think he will. Yeah, I don't think I don't. I think Messi's done. I don't think we see him in twenty two. Um, I, I think again, it goes all the way back to his. There's just too much pressure. If he can't win it now, mm-hmm. he didn't win it now. He didn't win it in in fourteen. He's certainly not going to win it as a what thirty five or thirty six year old yeah. with all that pressure on him. Unless there's some kids in Argentina that we don't really know about who come out of nowhere over the next two or three years and just, you know, and he, he kind of plays that mm-hmm. Pirlo Iniesta role. Where he's, yeah, that role. But to be the man again, I don't think he wants no, to. No, I don't think he wants it. I don't think he, yeah, you're absolutely right. If he's still the man in 2022 when he's 34? 34, 35? I think his birthday is in June. Yeah. So, yeah. No, that 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 can't happen. That will be really bad for him. Yeah. So, um, just a, a quick little uh, argument. We're we're skipping Shannon this morning. Um, yes. We're very we're yelling at each other for no reason. <laughs> no. So Brian's headed to the national. If you see him and you're a Bilbo y Bilba, let him know. He will be reporting on uh, any soccer products he sees. Just getting some some videos, some some photos, maybe talking to some people. But we'll talk to you next week. If you're going to the National or anything like that, tweet us. Brian will come find you and give you a hug. Brian loves hugs from strangers. Just come up and hug him. That's exactly what he wants and needs. I I need that. Yes. I don't know if I need that. He'll be lonely in Cleveland. I'll certainly give you a high five. No, he needs a hug. (laughs) Uh, Until next time, I'm Brian. Just kidding. I'm Scott. And I'm Brian.